Uh, okay, well, so this is always awkward getting started, mm-hmm. right? Um, that's what she said. I was, I was going to do it too. <laughs> good, I'm glad that that's, that's the first thing I <laughs> They said. Let's go around. Say say a word about who we who we each are. Yeah. One word. And, uh, no, you know, a, a <laughs> few number of words. Not uh, not a whole life story. I'll start. I'm Harry Nichols, and I am an English teacher and a musician, and I am also a horror nerd and horror literature nerd. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am Jen Lightfoot, and I am an artist and tattoo artist. And also a horror nerd. I feel like I'm in like an AA meeting or something. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Jen. Hi. <laughs> we are uh, we're ruining Ariel Arbister's yeah. name. Right? Yeah. So, so, Ariel, will you tell us who you are? No. Yes, absolutely. My name is Ariel Arbister, and I am a singer-songwriter, and I teach singing and acting. And I am, I would not say I am a horror nerd, because I think that comes with some expectation of like knowledge. Uh, but I very much enjoy horror and scary movies and cool. feel like I have a good standard. Nice. <laughs> if I do say so myself. <laughs> so, so tell us your experience with horror then. Like, have you, what, what's like one of your, what's one of the ones that sticks out to you? Uh, the first horror film that like made a huge impact on me growing up, I think that I was like, this movie's actually amazing. And it's a horror film was 28 days later mm. was just like, I, I like that. It was one amazing, too. and the music was amazing. Like it's just, it had all the emotions and the scare factor, and it was just beautifully shot. It was amazing. Yeah. Nice, yeah. absolutely. It was a, one of those little indie ones. See, that's like it was supposed to be indie, but it ended up being like a pretty really big thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The sequel, though, not good. <laughs> I saw the first. I never saw the sequel. Yeah. Okay. Well, here we are in Jen's house, and we are here to talk about. Attachment. Thank you. <laughs> I was like saying the sentence as it, and it's not coming out. <laughs> Improvisation. I know. Uh, so yeah, attachment. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Ariel. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about what attachment is as a movie? Like, what's it about? What, oh, what, as a, okay, the movie. Not yeah. the- Okay, well, not sure. The definition well, we of the can word. talk about the definition yeah. of the word attachment. Is well, it definitely was it. not what I expected it to be based on the name of the movie. But uh, I, I think the gist of the movie that I would say is that it's about an unlikely uh, lesbian love story of people who live across the world from each other and end up in the same place because they have this meet cute that brings them together, and uh, one is uh, spookily. I don't know, doing spooky stuff, and uh, it's a lot of Jewish mysticism and stuff is involved in the story. Spoilers are okay, by the way. Okay, great. (laughs) Full spoiler. I found myself, like, not sure as I was talking about it. This is, yeah, there will be a full Right, because we're ruining it for people. We're ruining everything. Okay, great, great. We ruin everyone's night. Perfect, perfect. (laughs) Yeah, I would agree. Um, To be honest with you, I felt a little bit uncomfortable as just, like, an American viewer, because so often... I think possession horror is just so Catholic. Yes. You know what I mean? And I'm comfortable with that, with the idea of, like, saying that, like, this religion that is, like, you know, pretty, you know, is, like, 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 
in terms of like like the power structures, right, of like the country as far as religion goes, right? It's like Catholicism can can take some some right. stories about like evil shit right. in its yeah. in its book in its pages. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So watching this thing about about Jewish demons and stuff was like something that was like I was like I, I like my my like uh, this is offensive flags are going off a little interesting, bit interesting really and I, I you know I I recognize that it's not I, I'm probably seeing it from outside of the culture for which it's intended right it's a Danish movie it's mm-hmm. the director was Jewish I and that up makes you right that <laughs> makes you feel better but like yeah still I just felt yeah. I had like some of those that's so uh-huh. interesting white people flags yeah I there. definitely felt like it was. I felt very at home watching the movie, actually. Okay. I was wondering how you chose it and if it was chosen specifically. <laughs> no. Because <for me. laughs> I am a queer Jewish woman. And I was like, oh my God. It's like, I can relate to so many things in this can movie. I just tell you? Oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah. Watching it, I was like... You were like... I was like... Ariel's oh, mom. Oh God. <laughs> oh God. Oh. Oh, we picked Ariel for this movie. Oh. Oh shit. I don't know. I think that's appropriate. I think it's good. Yeah. No, I, I enjoyed that. I just really didn't want to be the guy. It's like, Ariel, you're Jewish. Yeah, that's um, true. You picked the movie, so I, it's yeah, not my fault. It was a stereotypical <laughs> choice. Right, that's what I was going for. <laughs> Jen, what was your, what, I mean. My take on your it? Your take on it. What do you, yeah. Well. Did you feel the same feelings that I did, or was it No, like I did not. Okay. No, but I was also like, okay, so, like, I have relatives that are Jewish, but not, uh, Orthodox. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Words. It's been a long day. It worked. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Not orthodox. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't sure of all the things in it, if it sure. was actually like true to orthodox Judaism or not. I don't love possession movies. Mm. So I really wanted the movie to be something else. I actually felt like it was slightly lazy mm. and just felt like, oh, here's a possession movie. Yeah. I kind of want to see it with judaism instead of catholicism yes i feel that i think that unfortunately so there are other horror movies in judaism right like Mm -hmm. that relate around jewish mysticism and stuff and i think the bummer about them is that it's all the same story which i guess maybe applies to other horror movies too i don't know but like there's like one main myth or whatever as far as i know anyway in judaism that comes up in these jewish horror films and so it feels pretty rote a lot of the time always the the dibbuk is it always that interesting i think so at least in the ones i've seen and heard about what are some Um, other ones out of curiosity oh i don't know the names of off the top of my head but i just like the dibbuk is the only evil spirit Mm. that i've heard of growing up you know like and it's not like it's been a huge thing i didn't hear about it till i was in my mid-20s i don't think so it's it's definitely in like a different crowd of jewish people i think mystical crowd was it Ariel? Did you talk about like, or was it you, Jen, who talked about possession movies? Is like, you, you're you're not a huge fan. No. Of Can you explain one? Well, I feel I was very interested to see what was going to happen, and I really should have seen that it was the Dybbuk ahead of time. But I was like, maybe it'll be something different. I find that like they're all the same. Like once they get to the possession part and like the exorcism part, which to be fair, this was like short in this movie. I'm just like, okay. Yeah. There's this, it's the same structure. It's always the same like thing. It's but that's the same every thing. Every, yeah, yeah, but that's right. what I mean. Like yeah. every yeah. movie. Every yeah. exorcism yeah. movie, I'm like, okay, this is the same 
thing over and over again. Like it's just a very formulaic horror and I haven't seen something like new and unique done with it necessarily. Yeah. The only difference with this one I thought was it was actually less climactic. Like it was more anticlimactic because even that moment was like nothing happened in that moment. You know, like there was no tension. Like that was the end of the tension when that moment started, I felt. You know, so it was just like... It was sad at the end, you know, when they switched places or whatever. But uh, otherwise, I felt like there was already a resolution before the resolution, which kind of yeah. was a letdown. And every- all of that two hours of building up. Yeah, and it long. all seemed to go well for them. Yes, exactly. Like, like it did seem to go it very quickly. It was like, oh, okay. Very, yeah. yeah. And that's what left me a little bit unsatisfied, too. Like, I feel like I didn't... As Jen knows, with when we've talked about horror in the past, like I like horror movies that make me hurt inside. Yeah. And like, <laughs> wait, did you say make me hurt, hurt inside? Yeah. Okay. What did you think I said? No, I like that. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, make uh, you feel things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, and and this one was just so. It's been a while since I've seen a horror movie that has like kind of a happy ending. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. um, and I just didn't... You know. I think they tried to put a little, like, tension at the very end with, right. like, Maya still having that bowl. Like, she clearly is, like, prepared for it not to be totally right. gone. But it wasn't enough for it to, like, actually mean anything. Right. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> there was that moment where, before the exorcism, where I thought it was going to be exciting and different because when Maya... Or when Leah, like, lunged at Maya and... Maya did that whoosh thing. Mm-hmm. I thought that the demon was going to go into her instead, no. and that they weren't going to realize that until like they were doing an exorcism, and then Maya was actually going to be the one possessed, oh, cool. which would have been cool. That would have yeah. been, but it didn't happen. It was just like okay, she like ran by her, and now they're going to exorcise the dipek. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that would have been more interesting. It would have been so cool, yeah. and then like them leaving together would have been so cool if they. They hadn't figured it out, you know, because then, like, Leah's Oh, because then it's, it does that yeah. horror movie thing where it's, like, right. it's not it's over yet. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's what I was hoping. I did feel like the happy ending felt, ta- like, yeah. tagged on as if, like, you know, like, the production company or whatever watched it and was like, oh, we this is something. too bleak. Yeah, because yeah, if it ends with mom and it's just, like, We're black. never going to sell this. Yeah, we got to get people wanting to buy snacks as yeah. they leave the theater. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, I was like, no, 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 end on the real depressing yeah. thing. Tell me nothing else. Totally. <laughs> you, buy, <laughs> you buy snacks when you leave the theater? <laughs> but I feel like people, there's the thing, you know, like you want to have people in a certain mood as they go on to the next place they can spend money. Or, right. You know, I don't know. I don't know. You I feel like I need to buy snacks when I leave Some the theater Some people probably now. do that. I'm sure there are people who do that. <laughs> I wonder oh, what the yeah. like teenager behind the counter would do. Yeah. <laughs> you just ask your snack like... on the way in and a snack on the way <laughs> They'd out. Be like, you know, you can go to Target. Down the <laughs> I like get that for like a quarter of the price. That's right? true. Oh, my. You're like, no, I want the extra large popcorn. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my god. I think my favorite part. What I liked about this. Yeah, let's talk about good stuff. There was good stuff. I actually did think that it was like fairly good overall. Like I, I would, um, we'll rate it later on, but like. The things that I thought I had had going for it was like um, I liked it as a story about um, it trying to integrate into someone else's family, mm-hmm. right? I think that that's just a really fascinating mm-hmm. process. And mm-hmm. anybody who has like ever tried to integrate into someone's family that is even a little <laughs> bit religious, not yeah. you know, let alone extremely religious, like they, you can find that 
to be pretty jarring, you know. For sure. Mm-hmm. I've had that experience myself. Yeah. But. Wait, you have? I have, yeah. No. I feel like, go I, on. <laughs> I was, no, I was my, uh, I was raised with like a slew of like religious phases basically with my parents and it all kind of equated to just essentially Gnosticism now, you know? And so then when, when, um, you know, I, I met my wife and, and, and started meeting her family, like they're Catholic and, you know, it was like, you know, go to visit them. They're very welcoming of course, but like, it's like, you know, welcome to this world. And it's, you know, it's, it's a whole thing. It's a whole vibe. Mm -hmm. Has anyone ever, have you ever had to do that? Uh, I mean, I feel like I did that with friends, families sure. growing up because I was like the only Jew in Iowa. Sure, <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's, that's an exaggeration, but I was definitely like pretty much the only Jew in my, you know, friend group at school and stuff. And so, you know, everybody was Christian or Catholic and it was definitely weird. I really felt for Maya trying to put herself out there, be accepted by Leah's mom. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um. And honestly, that was my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. And there wasn't even any real possession <laughs> in it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, to me, it felt like two kind of different movies in that way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think my favorite was like the beginning. Like you said, mm-hmm. the meet cute. It, it was, was so, so great. Yeah. It was so charming. I thought it was lit better than the rest of the movie, which mm-hmm. kind of looked like a BBC TV show. <laughs> um, but the first part was so great. Like, it was funny. It was kind of like sweet. Yeah. I really got their connection. Um yeah. I really was like, oh, this is great. It's leading up to something truly horrifying, which it didn't, but I really liked the beginning of it. I had the same experience. As it started, I was just like, I love this. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I like, I loved that shot, um, that shot from above the library where you saw her, like, running through the rows of books and stuff was so cool. Yeah. And then their, their experience meeting and stuff and sort of having that first day or two together, I just thought was such a lovely, non-exploitative like lesbian moment on screen yeah. that I really just like, and one was, was Jewish. I was just like swimming in that moment. Yeah. <laughs> it was like very satisfying to experience. Well, I loved, and I loved like the hinting that they did. I thought it was really good. Like, like a really good slow build up to mm-hmm. what a, kind of ultimately turned out to not be that much, yes. but like, but I really liked the like first scene in the apartment where she starts having the seizures. And I was yeah. like, okay, yeah. and like this starting to get weird yes you know? mm-hmm. yeah that head thing is mm-hmm. creepy yeah it is creepy yeah. i actually thought that i, I, I want to give props to, i don't know what that actress's name is uh i looked her up ellie kendrick or yeah something. yeah uh, that's I, helen hendrick i feel like she did do a lot of like bodies yes. oh so much like the really twitching yeah. and the yeah, like yeah it was a really good job she did yeah uh yeah that was amazing the other shot that I thought was really scary, because, like, those movements are always upsetting to watch, yeah, I totally, feel like, yeah. you know, yes. and she was doing a great job of them, like you're saying. And the other shot that I thought was horrifying was, uh, I think it's their last night in the, um, I don't know, I might have my timeline wrong, but when they're laying in bed together and she, I guess it's the last night that they're laying in bed together and she starts to have that more serious mm-hmm. seizure and mm-hmm. then you just hear her off screen like gurgling yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. and then you yes. see that like blurry shot of her at the bottom of the screen crossing. Did yeah. you see that shot? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was great. It was so creepy. That yeah, was the good, best, yeah. like the creepiest shot of the whole movie I thought. Totally. Ellie, Ellie Kendrick is her Ellie name. Kendrick. I think it's interesting to talk about like Kabbalah and stuff, which is sure. the Jewish mysticism that they that all the story was based around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't know a ton about, but uh, it's essentially uh, like I, mostly I know of celebrities who do it, which is why it was so funny that she was like that Madonna thing. That was right, right, very right, so right. funny. Yes. Uh, but I think that it's basically like 
mostly Orthodox people who follow yeah. that kind of mysticism stuff. And I think a lot of conservative people actually like are very against Kabbalah and stuff. Like my sister's a can my sister in law's a cantor, I think. I asked her about it once and she was like no, that's not for us. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Uh, but it was definitely interesting. So I, I was wishing that I could know some of the like symbolism and stuff that they were using. Mm-hmm. And I just mm-hmm. didn't have reference points for that. But I was trying to Google it and stuff. I don't know. Totally. Yeah. I would say it would be nice if there was a little bit of that in the film. Not that like it has to teach us, but just like a little yeah. bit so we know what we're like in. Yeah. I felt like that a few times. Like when um, she says, oh, I moved here. Yeah. And I was like... I know. There were what? weird jumps that, like, we weren't caught up on until no. they were, like, happening. Because I, I was, like, really annoying. we don't know how, like, spontaneous she is or impulsive, but she, she just moved in with this. And yeah. she just, like, was, like, bye. Like, right? <laughs> She's, like, I hate my life. I'll move in with this girl I just met and yeah. her mom and what? To a different country? Like, it just seemed, like, <clears throat> unexplained and, yeah. like. Yeah. And then also the, uh, I watched it twice. Did Me you too. also? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Lev, the bookstore, the brother-in-law, is that it? Yeah. So he, the first time he meets Maya, oh my God, I'm going to get all their names wrong. Um, he like doesn't want to show her anything. He's like, no. And then the second time he's like, yeah, come back. Right. You can flip through this book. I'm like, was a scene cut? No. Like, so I was the- thinking about that. I don't want to offend anybody listening, but <laughs> my experience with Orthodox Judaism is that it is like that response that he had to her when she came in as like an outsider to the culture, I felt like was very accurate to my experience with Orthodox Jews, where it's just like, it's a protected space, you know, like if you don't know why you're here, if we don't know why you're here, like we're going to be pretty cold. Mm. And so he was just like, yeah, we have stuff for like more advanced stuff here, you know, like well, you're not going to find that here. That was believable. Yeah. But the second wasn't believable. Well, the second one I assumed because he realized. He figured out what yeah, she got herself When he saw her necklace uh, and she was like, okay. my girlfriend's mom it gave this to me. Just for a movie that wanted to be like mainstream. And I feel this way about Shudder original sometimes. I love you, Shudder. But <laughs> sometimes they like have so much potential yeah. and it seems like they're going to do something. And then they like don't push far enough. And I was like. You, you like I don't we don't know anything about these people or that or that somehow he picked up on that necklace right. which is so fucking minor yeah like, until I rewatched it there was a lot of stuff I didn't get mm-hmm. and also when I rewatched it there was stuff that like I was like why am I not being told this <laughs> like, yes like yeah. I didn't understand why Hannah and Lev seem to have so much animosity towards each other as though they were on opposite sides of something, but they were really both on the same side trying to help Leah, right? So, like, I don't totally understand yeah. why Hannah was so against having love around. Like, I didn't understand that. And then at the end, they're yeah, both either. together coming mm-hmm. to save Leah. So I was just like, what was that? <laughs> That's a really good a huge part of the plot, and yeah. I don't have any idea that what it was. It like a cutting room floor loss. Yeah. Yes, I mean, like, it yeah. Like, like, you know... There's kind of this like question about like her dad too, right? Yeah. And I assume yes. that there's something. Yeah, maybe there was like was an explanation an that, didn't that make it. yeah. yeah. Hmm. But you're right. It, mm-hmm. it, it it I hadn't realized that that's like weird, given the logic of the movie. It was when I rewatched it. I was just like, but it doesn't make sense. Maybe they were approaching it from like different ways. Like maybe he wanted to try to exercise it earlier, and Hannah didn't want to, and that's why they were against each other till they had to exercise i don't know it was very weird to yeah. me <laughs> that was very weird i yeah. didn't really think about that one at the moment but you're right it doesn't 
person. Like I can see why they would want to pe- like somebody to right, be to have against. an antagonist. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, we need a reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially, or I need a reason why they're on the same side again at the end. Yeah, you know, like yeah. how did he decide to invite her with him to go to this? And she's place. just yeah. like, okay, we'll yeah, do exactly. the exorcism. Like I like... trust you now. I'll come with you. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, how did they find the house? Also, where did they go? Is the house <laughs> near London or is it back in Denmark? I thought it was I back was in like, Denmark. I was like. Did she just call you like 10 minutes ago and you showed up here or like what's going on? On a bicycle? I yeah. understand. Yeah. She left on a bike and he has no idea where the car is because of he trees. Drove. Right. So how, do you, how did he find the house so quickly? Yeah. Tell me. That's another thing. Yeah. Makes yeah. no sense. No. Yeah. Absolutely. The spirits. The spirits told him. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And this poor fucking lady who's just trying to find her fucking cat. Oh, right, I know. <laughs> but like her one-year-old cat, a fucking random. Like that to me is like kind of the weakest point. Was that the weakest point of the movie? <laughs> <laughs> like, the movie I think so. Just because like they've done all of this, like even if some of it doesn't make sense, they've they've made us invest in these characters yes. for an hour yeah. and a half. A long time. It was a long movie. An hour and a half. Yes. And they're like, and you know, we're finally things are finally coming to a head. This lady is possessed by a fucking demon, and. The thing that she kills is just this completely random, nameless... And the cat. Yeah, she killed the cat. Yeah, she ate the cat. Right, but still, I just... (laughs) We're like, just to be clear, she ate the cat. Don't forget, she killed the cat. (laughs) (laughs) We we want to make sure that's... She probably ate it while it was alive. The climax of the movie was when she ate the cat. We didn't see it happen. That's why it was so freaky, because it was off screen. Yeah, Mm. yeah. Really scary. I wouldn't... The climax of the to movie be fair, <laughs> I would have wanted her to turn around and just like have cat yeah, I thought blood she was gonna her. have blood on she her. She was so um, conservative. It in that really way. was. You know? Yeah, it was so we barely saw any blood. Yeah, we just when, saw the hand. With yeah, some blood. yeah, yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there was a little bit of like kind of gross out with like the brushing and the like balding yeah. herself by brushing. Mm-hmm. Her. Yeah, Even that the was balding gross. was like I didn't notice it the first time. Like, I saw it the second time. I was like, was I not paying attention? That's so funny. I saw it the first time, and I forgot to notice it the second time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so here's another question. Uh-huh. And Please. maybe, I think there was an explanation, and I just wasn't paying close attention. Um, when Leah was away at the beginning of the movie, she was in Denmark, away from her family. Oh, yeah. And she wasn't becoming a demon totally and then at the end when she leaves her family her family's like she can't survive without us she's gonna be a demon now i don't know or whatever it is well i feel like she was away she started to become a demon when she was away but it seemed like she was away longer i wrote i put this in notes too i was talking about i don't understand the only thing i maybe think it could be that may that i might have missed is that or maybe they cut was that she maybe didn't bring that protection necklace with her mm. on the second trip. But they didn't, I don't think they said that. I just remember at the end, in the happy part at the end, Maya gives her that necklace back. Yes. And it's does. like, I found this. And it's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, what does that mean? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you know, I didn't focus on the necklace as much. Maybe that is it, but I but definitely... But didn't make that clear either, no. so it's also annoying. <laughs> and I really did think the time frame thing, because I was like, in the beginning, it goes on longer. So I was like, yeah. oh, like... And she'd already been in Denmark for a while. Yes, because she said she was... Uh, she was doing like a program or something, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. So clearly she was there before she met Maya. Right. So, But then how long was she in the woods? 
We have no idea how long was she was out like there. Two days. That's but. what I thought. I was like, the way they filmed it, it made it seem like, oh, we just got yeah, to the we woods. We like just got here, and uh oh, she's going nuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And like holes, you can drive a truck. Through. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Here's a question. Please, yeah. I've got a lot of questions. You have a lot of questions. I love it. I like it. I like it. Bring it. Did anybody understand? <laughs> In the beginning, the good part, the best part for me, why, like, what was the connection between her mom calling and her episodes? Did the calls, like, she always started to do this right before Mm -hmm. the call happened. So, like, did her mom know that she was, like, being affected and the call happened to, like, bring her back from the edge I was unclear. Yeah. I I felt like, my, my reading was that she was, like, out there like running away from her mom, uh-huh. like running away from her family. And her mom was like constantly trying to call and get in touch. Cause she knows what's going to happen. Right. She's away for too long. Right. Um, and so I didn't really make a connection between the calls happening and the, and the, the but the I think they happening. only showed the calls when she was having, they tics, did. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I thought it was weird too. Yeah. I was like, at first I thought her mom was like causing the ticks the first time I watched right. it. Yeah. Well, I think it intentionally tries to right. make it, Especially early in the movie, Ambiguous. where she's like bringing her the soup and right. all that shit, yeah. you're like supposed to be like, "Oh shit, is she evil? Are yeah. you poisoning? Yes, or is for this sure. like a Munchausen situation?" Well, I got over, but I cannot return. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I yeah, got I a Munchausen thing too. Yeah. I was like, because I thought the soup. Mm-hmm. I actually thought. This is fucking bad shit crazy what I was like wanting to happen. But they kept showing the wake up now, whatever, yeah. or like right, please right. wake up thing. And it was like holding a child and like mm-hmm. she's going through all this stuff. I was like, maybe Leah's dead and mm-hmm. her mom brought her back to life. She's that like, was so the thought she's I like had. a pet cemetery yeah. version yes. of herself. Yeah. That she'll die if she's like away too for too away, long. Yeah. Which I don't know if that would have been more satisfying or the same. <laughs> I just but. felt like the rules around what was happening felt blurry there to was, me, yes. which there was, was frustrating to me. So, like, I just wanted to understand how that world worked more clearly. Absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah me too. Um, yeah. And so many of these things I did not even kind of realize until you brought some of them up. But, like, <laughs> yeah, I, there, there's definitely something kind of lacking in that, I think. Um my so in my in my constantly, I don't know if I'm bringing up things to try to defend this movie. Something else <laughs> that, until this conversation, I was like pretty pro this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, no, you know, like, I didn't like this. Uh, yeah. Um, I wanted to read this movie so much, also about like not just like integrating into a family, but also a little bit about like there's just like so much in like this the like really troubled relationship between. Uh, Leah. Leah, thank you. Leah and, and Hannah. And, like, you know, I, I felt like there's this real atmosphere of, like, being kept, right? Like, mm-hmm. like especially, like, early in the movie, those calls, right, feel very mm-hmm. controlling if you don't know what's happening, right? Um, all the stuff that happens in the house with the fucking, like, massages and the mm-hmm. uh, the soup and, and all this, like, feels... And there's clearly, like, a lot of tension between Leah mm-hmm. and Hannah. And, like, I wonder... If I if if maybe one of the big points of the movie is is to talk about how like that those relationships kind of perpetuate and people in those relationships 
will seek out more of those kinds of relationships often, right? Um, because, oh, because like, Maya's kind of... Because now Maya has, like, the bowl. And, like, I feel like it It feels like it's the beginning of Maya like now that. being, yeah. like, the keep, Leah's keeper. Yeah. That's you know? interesting. It and fits with attachment. Right, right. That makes me think... Yeah, totally. And that makes me think, because of the conversation Maya and Hannah had... With those beers, because evidently Hannah's a big alcoholic, right? which is weird. I actually <laughs> was, I really love that moment, but we'll continue. We'll, we'll talk about uh, I liked them drinking together. I just thought it was odd that like suddenly nobody's mentioned she has a huge alcohol problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I wonder if when Maya said to her stuff like, you know, if I'm not doing things for her or with her, like, what is, what am I doing? Right. Here? You know, I wonder if that connects to that idea that like right. it made Hannah feel more peaceful to like have her die and have Leah stay because Maya was going to be there to take care of her, which right, I think is a nice, sure. that's a nice reading. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I read it in kind of like a, I don't know. I can't, I can't help but see it in like a sort of a sinister way though. Like I, <laughs> like I feel like <laughs> never mind. it's not just about like being there to take care of somebody. It's about like being someone's like keeper, you know, like there's a, there's a, there's a control. There's an element of control in that, you know? Um, like the person can't be independent without mm-hmm. it's like codependent in a way yeah. like they have to be and it's like elevated yeah. by the fact that I really felt like Leah did Leah really understand what it was fucking happening no she didn't know she had no idea like, she just what thought happened. her mom was weird and like, annoying really and, and yeah. so like if you read if you think about it from her perspective like <laughs> holy shit what a fucking horrible yeah. like yeah your mom seems life. super controlling and <laughs> yeah. like your mom is like controlling every single thing you do Mm-hmm. I don't want to say anything that makes my mom sound bad because my mom is wonderful. My mom is fantastic and loving and intelligent and wonderful and great and loves me very much and I love her very much. But there were moments. <laughs> there were moments where I was like, I get it, girl. You know, like the first one that really I was just so excited to hear was when they first got to the London flat and she like got them upstairs and Connor was being really annoying and overbearing or whatever. And Leah was like, you just have to leave the room, whatever, you know, and she like made her leave. And then on her, on her way out, Connor was like, okay, but like, just don't, don't nap too long. Cause you won't be able to sleep tonight. And it was like, that is so accurate. Yeah. There's just like one more thing that you just have to say. And it's all for love, you know, right, right. <laughs> it's just like so much. Yeah. Very. It's a very Jewish mom thing. I feel mm. like. Yeah. Okay. Very relatable. Uh, but obviously not to the extent that's in this movie, well, but like yeah, those moments of like friction, I just felt mm. like we're so believable. They felt, I mean, yeah. I, I did not have that kind of relationship with my mom, but like they felt authentic to me. Yes. Like it felt, yeah, it, yeah, it, it felt like there was a history there between those two characters. Yeah, and how she would get so annoyed and then immediately jump to defending her mom because she right. she loves her mom, you know, and like of course that's what you're gonna do. I thought that was very sweet. I thought they were both really good actors yes. too, so it like helped make it believable because mm-hmm. the way that they did it, like if they weren't great, it could have taken away from it. But For they sure. really, I, it, I believe that they were like mom and daughter. However, uh, Hannah did not look that old. True. And Leah and uh, Maya were like mid to late thirties. Like yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. I was. I mean, Maya, Maya definitely a older. was in her thirties. I Maybe thought Leah was at 30s. least thirty. No, <laughs> Leah looks like a child. But I, I, I guess did you think late twenties? I actually, I did think that I didn't think there was enough of an age gap yes. between Leah and Hannah, and I thought that that Hannah and Maya looked like the same age to me. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. yeah. 
I, I mean, I... <laughs> I felt like they were, they were working hard to make... I could see them looking Hana the same look age, but I definitely thought Leah looked like she could be Hannah's daughter, personally. I could believe yeah. that, but I also... I, but if Maya's the love interest, that confuses it. Yeah, I think. yeah. and like yeah, Maya's presented as, as like a sort of equal footing love interest in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of created some weird triangulation of Well, where but she's partly equal here. footing because she doesn't have her life together, right? Like she right. never like figured out a career after that and stuff. And right. like, you know, after her acting stuff went out and I felt like that kind of made sense to me that like Leah had her stuff together. It seemed like, and, mm-hmm. and one of the things I loved about the beginning was how it felt like Leah could read that Maya was so frantic and like uncomfortable. And Leah was just like a calming presence to like keep moving things forward. Like we're going to kiss, we're going to yeah. go grab a drink. We're going to do these things. And it was very sweet. I actually didn't read Leah as having her shit together. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, she still lives with her mom. And she sure, looks like fair. she's in her 30s. So, mm-hmm. and I was like, it's okay if your mom has mental illness, but just like live next door. Well, she does though. <laughs> she has her own apartment. She does, I yeah. just didn't feel like it was enough. It's just her mom's in her apartment yeah. all the time. Yeah. 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 Her mom had beers in her apartment. There may yeah. be a door there, but like. Yeah. No, yeah. for sure. There is no boundary, but she technically mm-hmm. has her own apartment. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, that would be a lot. That would be tough. Y'all didn't really like the part where, like, Maya stumbles into Hannah's apartment and sees there's, like, a mountain. Oh, we didn't talk about that. And... Yeah, I like that. I oh, like, yeah. I, no, that didn't bother me. I, I just thought, thought it was weird that nobody had mentioned anything about Hannah maybe having a drinking problem, and then right. suddenly she was trashed. I guess yeah. what I liked about it, again, I liked all the aspects where, yeah. like... Leah was kept super ignorant of yeah. like a lot mm. of the stuff around her. Mm. Yeah, like the mom's house was a little more disheveled than totally Leah's. More dis- it's like yeah, piles and piles of stuff. Shit. Like yeah, I enjoyed that. I did yeah. like that. Right. But I, yeah, I felt like um, it made sense with the story that Leah tells about the father. But I felt yes. like some things about the father had been cut out. Yeah, give me. Can you give me a refresher on the stuff about the father? Uh. Okay, so the thing about the father, I think, is what I remember anyway, is that uh, Hannah was raised in a not super religious Jewish family. Right. Her dad was, Leah's dad was raised in a very orthodox family, Mm -hmm. and when they got together, her dad, like, basically forced her to move to the super orthodox neighborhood, uh, and she didn't want to, but they moved there anyway, and she couldn't really fit in, because orthodoxy is, like... They want you to be in their party or not, you know? And uh, so she converted. And then once she converted, he left her. Yeah. And it's, uh, I remember them saying that like some of the people in town would like humor her and like speak Yiddish, but it was like not. Right. She probably never like was accepted as a real Orthodox Jew, I'm guessing. Right, right. And probably like there's probably some uh, stigma about your husband leaving you in Orthodox Judaism, I'm sure. That's true. And uh, and she clearly had a lot of stuff on her mind. And she <laughs> so she was yeah. dealing with some shit. And she also had a daughter that killed right. another child. Exactly. <laughs> and some, uh, was there no like repercussion for that? Like, yeah, that's what just, I like, was wondering. The They're like, I, move on. <laughs> I assumed it was like an accident, ruled like an accident or something. Or something. I don't know. I don't know. One thing we haven't done. Oh, cool. Is the rating? Okay, we yep. need to rate it. <laughs> is it like one to ten? It is one to ten. So one being what, like the worst movie you've ever seen in your entire life, and ten being like the best movie that you've ever encountered. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen a ten. <laughs> Got to save that for like something that changes my life. Yeah, I guess that's true. That's right? how I yeah, feel. I haven't been doing the ratings that way. <laughs> that's how I think that's. It doesn't matter how you like. Yeah, it. as long as you're <laughs> consistent with your ratings, you're really yeah. great. Yeah. Who goes first? Ariel, you go first. No. Oh, you gotta go first. I just went first. Okay, you did. Okay. Uh, I'll go first. Okay. I will give this one 
I will give this one a six. But <laughs> I feel like I wish, like, if if this movie had actually like done away with the demon possession part, <laughs> like, if it had just been like hints about demon possession, but then it actually turns out to be like a completely secular story that is mm-hmm. just like more about these other like themes we've been talking about, uh-huh. I would have been all in for it. Yeah. It would have been like eight or nine. I it agree. Been super cool. I agree too. You know? Yeah. My favorite um, demon possession movies are the ones that are like. Um, because I agree with, like, I'm, demons are tired, you know what I mean? Uh, possession is tired. Um, but the, there have been some that, like, flirted with, like, it actually not really being a demon at all. There was one about, like, a guy, like, a grifter who, like, uh, exercises people who don't, you know, like, the premise of the movie is you, people, these people don't need exorcism. They're dealing with other stuff, and he, like, mm. does these, like, play exorcisms. Oh, to make them feel to, like, like make they them give them, like, a placebo. That's and like, sweet. it ruins it in the last like four minutes of the movie. But like, the whole rest of it is like really awesome in that hmm. way. You know What's what I mean? What's that called? Yeah. Shit. Tease. <laughs> Google it's it. It's called The Last Exorcist. Oh. Last Exorcism. Oh, I feel like I might. I'll have check seen it out. That. It's, I, it's, it's like definitely a, it's been on some footage. menus or something. Yeah. I love found oh, footage. Oh, I think I footage. did see that. A lot of the Exorcist from... movies have the same name or Exorcism movies. Yeah, it's right? like Exorcism of or. I believe it's called The Last Exorcist. I was just gonna say I can't believe I haven't seen it because I feel like I've scoured all of the lost footage movies during yeah. the pandemic to now. <laughs> I watched like everything well, I could this find. Was, this is way pre-pandemic. This is like. Mm-hmm. Well, I went back, but I obviously missed it. So. Is there like a scene in a barn? Yes. I have the, seen the that. That scene. is good. The one yeah. that ruined it? No, sorry. The, the penultimate scene. There's uh, a little um, uh, denouement mm. that is just a pile of shit. But the rest of it's really great. <laughs> um, anyway, that was a really long explanation as to why this is a six, but I want it to be an eight, but it's, yeah. it's a six. Sorry. <laughs> I agree. I wavered. Back and forth as to whether or not this was going to be a six or a five. And I'm still not sure. I lean more towards five because the first three quarters of the movie, I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Maybe more even yeah. the first half. I was like, oh, this is like I like all the yeah. themes. I mm-hmm. like the characters. I like the like, I don't know, a lot of it minus all the plot holes that we talked about. <laughs> um, but then when it got to the end, I was just like yeah. the minute it started with like the possession I was like oh I don't care anymore so I think Mm -hmm. that like and I don't love double endings so like the fact that I had two endings that kind of ruined it for me too I feel like you gotta end a movie succinctly know where you're ending it same thing with starting because that was the issue with cocaine bear with like 500 beginnings but like I just right so that's why I I think it's gonna be a five I want it to be higher yeah but yeah all right I think I'm going to give it, this is going to surprise you guys. I'm going to give it a 6.5. Whoa, so specific. (laughs) Guys, here's my thought process. I, similarly to Jen, I was between 5 and a 6. I could not decide. Um, So I was going to say (laughs) 5.5 to make my heart happy. And then I was thinking about how uh, moved I was to experience the beginning of the movie and to just see... uh, Jewish and Yiddish uh, representation on screen and with a Jewish director and Jewish actors and stuff and uh, a non-exploitative, in my opinion, lesbian love story. And I that gives an extra point for me. Yeah. Okay. 6.5. 
I like what you said about the lesbian love story too, because it really didn't matter that it was two women. Right, exactly. Like, the mom yeah. didn't. It and was it wasn't never like a thing. about showing sexy moments. It was like yeah. it was just really nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just like very comfortable and sweet. Yeah, it was. I could have. I, I could have gone with like a sex scene. I but. mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna like say no to sex scene, but I like. Would I like it have the idea. Your <laughs> I like that there is a movie out there that does not take every opportunity yeah, to show sure. sexy that's women. true yeah. yeah that's true totally it was super refreshing you're right that the movie meant, like crafts a way to have like the lesbianism not be like really a central conflict point yeah. of the movie you know although i have a problem with it <laughs> go ahead <laughs> it reminded me of one of the plot holes i felt like um they love and hannah seemed to be conflicted throughout the movie they were con contradicting themselves throughout I felt about if they knew that Maya and Leah were together mm-hmm. I thought it was very weird I thought that like Maya and Leah were talking as though it was obvious Hannah knew they were girlfriends right. Hannah never really indicated one way or another what she thought and then at the end Lev said something about how you know I don't know two friends who want to sleep in the same bed I could care I don't care but I could care and it's like they're not friends. They're they're girlfriends. Right. I don't know. Like, were they? I felt like it what was he was weird. trying to say was like that he knows, but he is trying to say like it's none of my business or something. I guess like I found it like, very menacing. I thought it was like I could care and I right, could like make trouble for you, it in that way but I'm not really gonna dark. care. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. it was a weird. And I was like, but didn't we all know that they were like fucking in there? Right. I don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> it did look. I will say it did. It felt like. As I, on the one hand, I said it was refreshing, but it also felt strange to me to have like a gay story in a, in an orthodox religious, like really intense religious setting. Yeah, and have that not, not be, be a, a part thing of that it. Even comes yes. up at all, right? Know? I feel like it didn't have to be exploitative about lesbian sex or whatever, which right. is what I would expect with a lesbian That's love story. True. Right. But I I was confused how it never got addressed in like their culture and their world and sure. like yeah yeah it's just sort of. Like okay, yeah, and well, and whether Maybe that was like, whether that was influencing some of the tension and like the weird interactions they had, or whether it was not, it was like not clear. Maybe that's just like Denmark, you know what I mean? Like it's just mm. like maybe just Denmark. It's like so not a thing like, that they don't even. Yeah, but, but yeah. weren't they in London? Right, right but, but, the, but the it's film a Danish is movie. Oh, so like, fair enough. We're getting enough. their right. cultural that's true. perspective. I, that's I like true. that idea. That it's I just like that. Yeah. that might be. That's true. Yeah, maybe. Let's know. go with that. Or maybe it's just not that great of a movie. Yeah. Maybe, maybe <laughs> so it's, it's not that So smart. our average, what is the average of that? It's like 5.75. I gave it a 6. You gave it a 5. five. You gave it a 6.5. 6. 5. So, I mean, 5. 5.75. Yeah. Oh, look at my math. Good work. <laughs> <laughs> so good. That's, good not, that's not bad. It's not the lowest no. it's above one average. rating that we've had. It is. And I've actually found that. I have enjoyed horror movies. So whenever I whenever I research a movie on like Rotten Tomatoes, Metacritic, whatever, horror movies really like they they run cool on those yeah. things. You know what yeah. I mean? Like even ones that are like really acclaimed that I love with the exception of rare few are usually like hovering in like the 60s and 70s. This one got 95% really? on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? To be fair, I didn't look at how many reviews and maybe right. there's like three reviews, right. but like That's interesting. Yeah, I was like, "What?" I uh, looked up some reviews on YouTube just out of curiosity oh. to see like where people landed on it kind of and I could only find 
horribly negative reviews. And I was like, that seems extreme. Mm. Like, it was not, like, the worst movie ever. No, It just, no. there were some things to talk about that weren't there or whatever, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, like... Like, it could have been great. Yeah. It just sort of stayed at mid, which is the mid. word of the day that yeah. we all learned. Ooh, it all comes back around. <laughs> That's right. I can't believe I just said that. I'm disappointed it's in mid. myself. Nah, nah. <laughs> You're, like, of the moment. Uh, do we have, anybody have any, like, what the fuck moments from this movie? Anything that's, st- like, What does that mean? So, what the fuck moment <laughs> I've been asking people is, like, a moment in the movie that sticks out to you either, I mean, it's just something in the movie that makes you go, what the fuck? It could be in a good way, it can be in a bad way, it can be just something that was, like, really, is gonna take a long time for you to unsee, you mm. know what I mean? Like, there, there's lots of ways it could be what the fuck. Why was she suddenly pregnant at the end? And why the hairbrushing? I know she ate a cat. She ate a, a woman, I guess. But like she was like distended. Yeah. It was well, weird. Well, the Dybbuk was like in there, right? Because it went away Dybbuk's when she... been in there the whole time, hasn't it? Right, yeah. yeah. So it just yeah. like one day was like, boom, I'm going to be in your belly today. <laughs> I don't know. It was... Yeah, I don't know. I just, I didn't, I, that was a what the fuck. When she turned, I didn't immediately see it. Yeah. And then like they did another angle and I was like, what the fuck? I literally said yeah, what the yeah, fuck. Yeah. That was the only moment. For me. Sure. Yeah. It Definitely. also looked too high up to be, like, pregnant. Right. It was, like, dis- it was weird. It was, like, distension. Yeah. Like starvation, you know? And then yes. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I Maybe there's something in there. You know, because something that actually was, like, weird. Something that I noticed as, like, an <laughs> interesting detail know? of this movie is when Maya goes underneath that... Um, Thing and takes out the bowl, which she mm-hmm. then breaks, mm-hmm. and she's just like, "What the fuck?" It's like the 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 engravings on the inside are this sort of like a sort of like it reminds me of like fertility yeah. type mm-hmm. art, you know what I totally. mean? Totally, yeah. And so I wondered if there was like something oh. thematic in that, but you know what? If there is, I think it just it didn't come through. Like, I, no. there's not enough yeah. in there that I wonder because there was also that moment when she's looking at demons with love in that book yeah, and he like had a weird reaction to one of them. Uh, and I wonder if there was a scene cut out where like that is the demon that's in her. Uh, and maybe that is, cause it was like a female demon or something. It was like something was feminine. Witch yeah. Something? something like that. And I wonder if part of that story is about like fertility or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's interesting. I'm going to look that up. That would be interesting. Totally. It's just something else that there's more <laughs> loopholes and more questions. Sure. Maybe they just really wanted us to like fill in the answers for ourselves, you know, sure. and make yeah. it what we want, which is like so nice of them. <laughs> Super artsy. Yeah. yeah. I, that's how we felt about Skin and Ring, too. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Except that was great. Yeah, you were. Really? Yeah. I might have watched it like four times. It's hard to wow. watch. Wow. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I have cool. conflicted. Jen, what, any what the fuck moments? I've been really trying to think about that. I think the first time I watched it, when she's having the seizure in the beginning and, like, Maya holds her legs and it sounds like her, like, leg snaps or, like, we see something for a second. I was like, what? But, again, I also couldn't quite tell what happened. So I was just like, did she just snap her leg? Did she break her leg? What happened? So I think that was just the, maybe the most, like... Jarring. Yeah, for me, but... Yeah. I can't think of another moment. What, what would yours you, be? Harry? I, I mean, I guess, I, honestly, the only moment that sticks out to me is a, as, a, as a moment 
that I really enjoyed, that I really felt compelled by was when Maya goes into the mom's apartment and discovers that she's mm-hmm. this like massive alcoholic and, and, and there really is just like suddenly all this depth. Right, we knew it because she's like banging on the door a little bit earlier and she's like, I've had a few drinks and we're like, okay, here's something here. And then we go in there and you just see kind of like what a total shit show yeah. her whole entire existence is, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it just felt like a little bit more, it, it, it was, pre, I was appreciated. I, I definitely appreciated liked that, death. yeah. You know, it, suddenly yeah. there was like a little bit more there. Yeah. If, if there's a what the fuck moment in this, like, I guess that's, that's it for me. Yeah. The only other really exciting moment that I was like, oh my God, was when you saw her blurry on the side bottom yes, of the screen. That was cool. yeah. I was like, I've never, I feel like I don't see that in movies very often, where it's yeah. like, it looks like reality TV almost, where it's mm-hmm. like off screen kind of it catches yeah. a moment. It's like when that you have really like cool. a found footage movie. Right. The it was very was found like footage. Very still. Right. Yeah. That's probably why I liked it. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, it's really happening. <laughs> I just wanted this movie to make me feel more miserable. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, wanted so to feel harder. something. I cried at the end, but I also cry at literally everything. Really? Yes. I cried when, of course, when Hannah decided to die for Leah and sure. Leah didn't know that was about to happen. And then Leah had this emotional reaction. It was upsetting to me, <laughs> <laughs> but everything makes me cry. So what up? I feel like the rules of that whole situation were not very well laid out. So no. stupid. I so I like didn't understand that that's what was being chosen there. Yes. That, yeah. I saw it happening and I was like, I think this wouldn't have worked with like what you said this does, but also I get what's happening and I'm going to let it happen because sure. it's like we'll the emotional, yeah, yeah. <laughs> suspend disbelief. Exactly. The second time I had, a, I like paid attention more, but I was like, okay, so the person in the circle the Dybbuk doesn't go into that person. It just kills that person. Okay. That's well, what I it think seems. either it, the person in the circle was going to die with, or everybody would or die. Or everybody outside. But of the it doesn't go in die. anyone else's body, which was like, it just floats. Right. Yeah, yeah. It just I'll floats away. Through. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's the most <laughs> successful exorcism in all of it ri- history. It's think, fast. Right? Like, well, I don't know. Has there yeah. been a sequel yet? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really pulling for that Maya turnaround. Yeah, <laughs> really want to I see mean, Maya possessed. I mean, she possess. has all the equipment for them to like go and yeah. Get what, possessed what again. happens if somebody? I don't know the answer to this. What happens if a non-Jewish person gets possessed by a divic? That would be cool oh, to see. Sure. We'll have more questions. What happens if you try a Catholic exorcism? <laughs> On a Jewish demon. You know, I wrote that down as one of my questions. Yeah. How does someone know? Okay, two things. One. Do demons only possess the people who believe Follow in that religion? Oh, yeah. Like, are they like, nope, not this house. I'll go yes, to the next they do. house because that's a Jewish house. Would you like Jewish to know house. why? Because <laughs> that's how it works. It's all in your head, yeah. right? True. Because right? even in the beginning when he's like explaining it and she's like, oh, a ghost. And he's like, no. no which was a funny little scene. Yes, that but was like, cute. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a great question. I think it's actually part of what makes The Exorcist so unsettling, as perhaps the best possession movie it ever. It is the best possession because movie. Because that family is completely agnostic. Oh, that's cool. And I need to rewatch she it. has to like really come to grips with the fact that she's going to this organization that she like doesn't believe in to, to fix this problem, that mm. she's tried thoroughly tried medicine beforehand. The know? other one that does it, because I love The Exorcist, but the other mm-hmm. one, and I know I love it, it's not... It's not fantastic, but Stigmata. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen that since I was like 14. Oh my God. I do, I feel like I do I've love that movie. That, but I haven't, I don't remember anything. But she it. also doesn't believe. Like, I only remember being like, oh my God, that would hurt so bad. Is that the one? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. She, it's about a priest who like gets off the hook. 
Well, it's right? Patricia it's court, it's Arquette. It's uh, Patricia. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. No. Oh my God, I need to rewatch it. I mean, there is a priest. Uh, <laughs> Wait, there's a priest in Gabriel, the exorcist movie? <laughs> but like, I feel like every exorcist movie has a priest. Uh, of course Except this one. Not this one. Not this one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this one's got a rabbi. It depends on and the religion now, of the spirit, okay? <laughs> so what? And now we're getting ready for a joke, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Good times. Good times.